Hello. Happy Tuesday. I hope you had a great holiday weekend. I hope you had a wonderful 4th of July. This episode is actually going to be 4th of July weekend themed because I am still craving a lot of the good food and events that come with the 4th of July. <clears throat> but first, before we get to that, I'm going to start off with a quick news story. And then we'll head into some of the fun topics, even though it's a Tuesday. And then we'll uh, talk about what's going to be next in a, the next couple episodes. So let's dive first into one of the stories that actually made some national news was that, <clears throat> just according to a Syracuse.com article uh, by Glenn Coyne, and others have published information about it, a thousand acres of forest are going to be returned to Onondaga Nation which is pretty big news. I think I read in this article that it's the most land returned directly to a New York State tribe. Uh, It's one of the biggest returns uh, to a Native American tribe, although uh, they used to have a 2.5 million acre territory, so 1,000 is not obviously a, a large percentage, but trending in the right direction that some land is being returned. This land is also considered, um, also obviously was originally the Onondaga Nation's land, is the specific land being returned. It's heavily heavily forested and considered sacred by the Onondaga Nation. So this was pretty cool news to see. Uh, It also talks about in this article how I think this relates with the cleaning up that Honeywell is doing with the Onondaga Lake. So this it's nice to see that this land, part of some of it being returned to the Onondaga Nation, uh, the lake being cleaned up. We have beautiful land, and I've mentioned it here many times before in our area. It's one of the things that we're very blessed with is being in a, a beautiful, beautiful part of the country, part of the world. So to have it uh, cleaned up and rehabilitated and returned to people who we know will uh, keep it safe and clean um, such as the Onondaga Nation, is really, really uh, great to see, at least in my opinion. <clears throat> so just to give a little bit more background on this, if this is according to the article again, the land transfer is part of a 2018 agreement between the state, Honeywell, and Department of Interior's U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Uh, this is going beyond the lake cleanup, it says. It spells out 18 projects Honeywell must complete to restore and make accessible Onondaga Lake in nearby areas. One of these steps, one of those 18 steps, was the land transfer. The land could take up to eight, 10 months to transfer, but the agreement sets March as the deadline of next year, I believe. So, um, this is great news, like I said, to see. Looking forward to the cleanup, Honeywell further cleaning up this area and seeing this land eventually return to the Onondaga uh, Nation. Now, Transitioning to a couple fun topics. These typically would be on Thursday, but it was a holiday weekend, so let's not try to let's try to stretch out one more day of this long weekend. I know going back to Tuesday will kind of be a bummer after having this nice weekend, but let's see if we can make our Tuesdays a little fun here. First thing we're gonna have a ranking of is well, not so much a ranking. We're gonna play a game here. What would be the perfect at least in my opinion, 4th of July barbecue plate. And I'm going to say you're allowed to pick three things and a drink. I'm going to go through some of the nominees before I pick my specific items. And of course, uh, always love to hear what what you guys would would uh, 
had this 4th of July or if you had your ideal one, if it matched what you had, if my ideal matches your ideal, matches what you had. So let's dive right in. Potential nominees, and I'll give you my philosophy, why I choose what. You could have kebabs. You could have just regular salad, steak and peppers, chips, barbecue chicken, mac salad, potato salad, uh, cookies, corn the cob, burger, hot dog slash coney, depending on what you like, sausage, sausage and peppers. And then for the drink, I had things such as, you know, lemonade, uh, Coke or some other soda, beer, maybe a seltzer, maybe a, 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 you know, a sweet tea, a twisted tea. So I want to first start with the food. So three items, three items. I'm going to go with very classic, a burger. To get a little bit deeper into that, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lettuce, tomato, cheese. I like to get a little, if I could only have one sauce, one condiment, it'd be ketchup. But I like to get a little crazy with my sauces, maybe a little hot sauce, maybe a little French dressing. Uh, but definitely going to have a burger as a staple of the plate. Then I'm going to have, so it comes down to, to me, you got to have something in a, in a hot dog bun. So that can either be a hot dog, a coney, or sausage, you know, sausage and peppers. I'm going to give the slight edge to the coney. I would have given, I like that it's a little bit of a, you know, different, it's a little bit of a spicier hot dog. If you know, if you're from CNY, you know what a coney is. I almost give it the, the sausage and peppers because I love sausage and peppers, but it does get a little messy. The sausage doesn't always quite fit in the hot dog bun. So I went with the coney. I feel like it's a better, better able to manage when, you know, when you're trying to hold the plate in one hand and eat in the other when you're roaming around the 4th of July barbecue. The last item. So obviously we've got two main quote unquote entrees here. You got to go with a side. And I'm a mac salad guy when it comes to 4th of July. I love a good mac salad. I know some people out there probably would do potato or maybe even egg salad, um, maybe even traditional salad. Maybe I almost considered the idea of just like putting like three chips of cookies on the side there, you know, a little dessert already. I decided to go with a mac salad to pair with my burger and coney. The drink I'm going with in this situation, I'm going to go with a lemonade. Not an alcoholic one, although I tend to, you know, as, as if there's, it's offered, I love that at a barbecue. But if I'm having my ideal plate, love to have a uh, just a good lemonade to go with that. So that's my ideal 4th of July barbecue plate. Uh, obviously, if I was to go up for another round, I like to mix it up. Try to get everything that's being offered at the barbecue. Mix up my food and my drink. But if I had one plate, one perfect plate to start off the day, it would be that one. The coney, the burger, the mac salad, and a lemonade. So transitioning to the next fun topic of the day. And again, Love to hear at uh, Key Studica Pod on our Twitter what you may have had for your 4th of July barbecue or what your ideal plate is. This is to honor the so Joey Chestnut. If you you know watch the hot dog eating competition on ESPN, he's, he won his 15th hot dog eating competition this year. And it got me thinking personally, what could I do well in an eating competition? And I was just talking to friends about this tonight. I don't think I could ever do a a speed one, you know, eat, 
you know, a hundred of these in five minutes and 10 minutes, but I do think I could do something that's still time, but longevity, maybe something over the course of a couple hours a day. So with that in mind, that time constraint in mind, I think that the following things I could do while in the eating competition, and again, would love to hear, or, you know, you can, what, what you might be, uh, what you might think that you might be good at. So just, you know, trying to spur on conversation here on this Tuesday after the holiday break. So for me, pizza specifically, I think Oskin eats pizza and Charlie's pizza. Once I get in a rhythm, I look up and I've done, I don't know, you know, many, many slices, especially if you told me it was a competition over the course of hours. Next would be chicken McNuggets. I think a 20 piece is never enough. I finish it. I'm looking for more. I think if you gave me the course of hours or a day, I could maybe even approach 100. Next is wings, especially Carrie's Way wings, uh, specific wings that's now closed in New York City, but maybe even everything wings for up here. I always feel like it's never enough. I do 20 and I could always do more. So if you told me over the course of a day, I feel like you just kept bringing it out in batches of 10 every 20 to 30 minutes. I could just keep going and going, especially if I had blue cheese with it. Final one is crazy bread from Little Caesars. Again, every time I finish it, I'm always like, man, I wish there was one more slice, no matter how much I've had of it. So that's what I personally think I could do pretty good on eating competition-wise. Again, I was talking about it with uh, Lucky and Dylan tonight. Don't quite know if I could ever do a speed one. Um, just not for me. I feel like I'd throw up in two seconds. But if you were to give me an all-day competition, say it's like a, with the course of this college football game, the next three or four hours, maybe I could do some damage in one of these categories uh, against someone in a little competition there so that's our that's our pod i started off just to recap started off with the story about the the acreage being transferred back to the onondaga nation then we dove into my personal ideal fourth of july barbecue plate and then ended with just some ideas in honor of joey chestnut winning his 15th hot dog eating competition things i might be good at you know doing uh an eating competition in in a long in a long format so hopefully you get your uh start some topics among your your co-workers at the water cooler among your friend groups on this tuesdays we all return back to uh to work or wherever it may be after the long holiday weekend just to give you some idea of what we'll be talking about in the next coming episodes so at some point either on the Thursday episode or next week's Tuesday, Thursday, we're going to be doing a Syracuse football preview as we're now getting dangerously close, about seven weeks out from Syracuse football. I was looking through their schedule earlier today. We'll have to talk about it, go through it briefly. We'll probably also attach some Syracuse basketball news. Um, want to do a full preview of that because it's still a while out, but we've been, I've been seeing some news pop around might be useful to make, kind of make it a, a general Syracuse sports preview, um, anything that I've seen. One of these next three episodes, I'll also be doing a kind of our CNY state of the economy that's been big in the news lately. I'll try to find some CNY-centric uh, and specific economic stats. So something to look forward to as I hopefully bring some, some facts and, and shed some light on how our local economy is doing. I know we read articles every day about how inflation is nationwide or how the economy is doing uh, nationwide or even regionally. 
in terms of the Northeast or something, but hoping to break down specifically for our, our Syracuse Utica corridor. And then finally, one of these episodes, I don't know if it'll make a, be a, a pillar of, by itself or add it onto one of these other ideas will be, I know I already talked about agritourism, but now they're in the middle of summer, kind of want to talk about more agritourism policy ideas and just why I love it and why I think it's a strength of our community. So those are some topics to look forward to in the next coming episode, Syracuse football preview, agritourism policy and agritourism chatting, and some economic state of the economy conversations regarding our Syracuse Utica region. Thank you so much for joining me on this Tuesday. I hope you have a wonderful day at the office. I hope you have a well-rested weekend, and I will see you back here on Thursday. Thank you.